0: You're listening to Business Insights by BPM, a podcast series in which top-of-mind business imperatives are discussed with the brightest minds in the profession offering world-class solutions. Each episode will bring you conversations with world-class industry leaders from financial services to technology. Subscribe and listen to each episode of Business Insights wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by BPM LLP. Our mission is to combine deep knowledge and industry expertise to drive growth for our clients. You can learn more at bpm.com forward slash resources forward slash podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. It's exciting to be here today with all of you and all of our viewers and listeners. I'm honored to be here today with three uh, BPM's partners, David Trepp, Mike Sly, and Jill Pappenheimer. And we are going to be discussing what is a trending topic right now, employee monitoring, referring to the methods that employers use to surveil their workplaces, their staff members' whereabouts, activities, and such. Some examples of employee monitoring include things like software installed on computers, time clocks, key logging, GPS systems, biometric technology. I'm going to start with Jill. Jill. So coming from the HR perspective, Jill, you've been in HR your entire career. I recently read that 69% of men and 62% of women admit to surfing the internet for personal reasons during work hours. So there may be some management team members that feel like those statistics are scary and we really need to be monitoring our employees. But from an HR perspective, what are your thoughts on employee monitoring? Good, bad, in between? We'd love to hear what you have to say. Thank you, Stacey. It's an interesting
2: topic because today in our work environment where many people are working remotely, we hear all the time from our clients, how do we keep people engaged? How do we keep those people who are not in front of us, one trained, onboarded appropriately, and get them to engage in their work in a way that's meaningful I think the employee monitoring subject comes up when employers feel like, what am I going to do to get these remote workers accountable for what they need to do? How do I know they're working? And I think we've all seen aspects where, maybe not seen, but heard, where people are working remotely and are not fully engaged in their work, employee monitoring can feel like a penalty for employees, it can cause mistrust, and actually the opposite of what we want in terms of employees be engaged, their work, really own what they're doing. So they're empowered to be part of the organization, ask for more, work hard, and the monitoring component can have
1: the opposite effect. Thank you, Joe. That's a good segue to our partner, David Trepp, who is a cybersecurity expert, which I think he may have some thoughts on the subject as well. David, with your experience in the cybersecurity space, which is growing and evolving and changing all the time, right? What are your thoughts on the idea of employee monitoring? Pros, cons in between?
3: Folks in my team have a slightly different perspective around monitoring. We have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients not to put their sensitive data and systems at risk, and some amount of monitoring is required to do that. We found it very difficult during the pandemic and post-pandemic in this hybrid, sort of remote hybrid work environment, to bring people up to speed effectively. And so we do some employee monitoring of new hires, but it's not that sort of big brother It's much more a cooperative type of monitoring where we're sharing screens with employees, we're watching their screens, we're directing them, we're prioritizing their efforts, we're training them real time. And in that way, it's a very productive means of getting employees up to speed in this remote environment.
1: That's a really interesting perspective, David. We just heard Jill touch on trust and then Your perspective is that there's value in this process, but that it's really important that there's transparency around when is this happening. I also heard you mention that at least employees at BPM or our our clients that we work with are somewhat expecting a level of monitoring. What I'm hearing you say is that there's this gray area.
3: Yeah, that's a great summary. There are metrics, and I think maybe Michael can talk to us about that a little bit.
1: That's great. Thank you, David. This is a good segue over to Michael Sly, our partner in our ITS advisory team services for our clients. So we've heard what feels like a little bit of both sides. There's the employee issue with engagement and morale and trust and empowerment. And then there's this need for security from a cybersecurity standpoint and some helpful tracking through the onboarding process. Mike, what are your thoughts?
4: When I see organizations or individuals that don't have these defined and you have a remote workforce, those individuals flounder and not really know where to go. They don't know what their expectations are and their managers don't have really true expectations of what they should be doing. When I think of employee monitoring, I look at things that really matter. Measurables. Every team, every department has a measurable. Employees should understand what they're being asked of and what they're going to be measured on. What I do with my team and help clients do is look at the measurables. If you're a customer-facing individual, how many clients are you touching? Are the clients happy? Are they happy with the service? If you're in a sales role, how many phone calls? How many emails are you reaching out? These are the measurables that you should be aware of that you are being measured on and that your manager also is measuring you on. Being transparent
2: is the name of the game. Mike, you totally set me up and I love it. I absolutely agree with what you're saying. And I think a lot of the challenge is when employees hired and there's this aspect where they're not fully connected. How do we create that measurable dynamic to make sure that they do feel engaged. And it's so important. I would argue from day one, it's about having the employee empowered to what do they own? What are they responsible for? Setting goals and also having their managers buy into that. So it's a collaboration, but it should be started with the employee. There's also communication with their manager on a regular timely basis where they're connecting on how am I doing and what needs to be adjusted and how can I be better aligned with where the organization is headed. And then those conversations happening regularly. So there's all sorts of other techniques and strategies as an alternative to monitoring keystrokes to ensure someone is working. The overall concept of empowerment for the employee
1: And listening to the three of you all offer your different perspectives and this question of productivity, I think in the past has maybe been the why. Why do we monitor employees? And obviously there's the security aspects that David and Mike have touched on, but there's this fear from some traditional management styles that we have to measure our employees' productivity. And what I'm hearing from you all is that there's these alternative and more progressive ways I'm curious, I'll just throw out to all three of you, if any of you have any thoughts on employee productivity and how would we answer a question to a client who said, we have to monitor our employees because we have to measure productivity.
4: I'd love to chime in on this. The management can start to make decisions. How many customers are you serving? Are your customers happy? Do I need to add another full-time employee? Are the employees not doing a good job? Do they need more training? Or is their load just too high? What is the average amount of customers an employee can touch in a week, in a day, in a month? Management can make decisions. Employees are happy because they're not overloaded. They're feeling like they're being heard, and the work that they're doing is being valued.
1: I love that. I love that, Mike. I think being able to use data for you know, supportive, collaborative reasons and decision making, and then making sure that during the onboarding process, the employees know that, right? They know. And to David's point earlier, you're transparent about how are you collecting this data? Why are you collecting this data? And what is it going to be used for? And then be able to show them we're going to be able to have that visible connection between the data that you're gathering and tracking and actionable decision-making, I think would go such a long way for the employees. David, Joe, any thoughts on what Mike has to say? I come from a military
3: background and... My perspective on this is it's all about accomplishing the mission. We can get lost in the metrics and the data, or you can plan out a mission to the nth degree, but in the real world, when you go to execute it, things screw up and the wheels come off really quickly. And it's about accomplishing the mission. And most managers don't have to get too strung out on what the actual metrics are to understand how well employees are accomplishing the mission and zeroing in on that and how to better accomplish the mission is probably a more valuable approach from my perspective than getting wrapped around the axle on the metrics themselves.
2: Yeah. And I would just add, and maybe David will be surprised to hear me say this, but I have been really struggling with this onboarding aspect, which is so important. I see a lot of our clients losing employees' Early in the process, when employees are remote, there's an onboarding aspect, but it doesn't necessarily grab the employee to the point where they're connected with the organization and then they frequently leave. And so those first three months are so key. I want to say again that the aspect of having the employees participate in setting their own direction in the company and what they're being held accountable for is really important. And to all of our boys, technology is a great way to do that. And there are some great tools out there to support the process. I encourage the listeners to really think about the right tools that they're using and how they can address this issue through that. But again, that first three months is key. And just let me say as a tail end here, I am surprisingly open to the employee monitoring component collaboration in that technology monitoring aspect where they know it's happening, they're part of the process, and they feel supported in learning their role within the organization.
3: Thank you, Jill. That really hits the mark for us. I think that we've been probably more successful than the average on bringing on new employees during and post-pandemic because of our new employee cooperative, new employee monitoring.
1: It's great to see these three worlds all come together, and it sounds like that there's some agreement. And when thinking about employee monitoring, there's technology available that we definitely should use. What's really important is the why. Why are you using this technology? Why are you doing this? and then be really transparent with your team, with your employees, make sure that's connected to your corporate values, your vision statement, your mission statement, and then use the data that you collect for good decision-making and allow that to be visible to your employee base so that you have all the wins that can come out of employee monitoring, like increased productivity and increased engagement and empowerment of employees. And then building that overall trust is versus the opposite that you may see come out of employee monitoring. So this has been a great conversation. I've enjoyed it. Thank you all for your time. Look forward to doing it again sometime.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Business Insights by BPM. You'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's show notes. And if you'd like to learn more, visit bpm.com forward slash resources forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes. This episode is brought to you by BPM LLP. Our mission is to combine deep knowledge and industry expertise to drive growth for our clients. You can learn more at bpm.com forward slash resources forward slash podcast.